the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. Today is our first semi-final match of our BFOP Network Tournament. In one corner, we have one of the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, Mr. Corey Stevenson. Corey, say hello. Hello. In the other corner, we have the host of the Why This Film Podcast, Miss Emily Slade. Say hello, Emily. Hello. All right, let's get a little bit to know more about you. Corey, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your podcast? Yeah, um, Podcast After Dark, uh, me and our friend, Zach, uh, we review cult movies from usually the 70s, 80s, and early 90s. Uh, You know, weird stuff like The Stuff or Night of the Comet, and then, you know, comedies too, like Trading Places. So we, we like to have fun with our nostalgia, but we also like to say that we are the dark shadow of the blast from our past. We like to get a, <laughs> like to get a little bit more raunchy, a little bit more, uh, you know, horror-themed, and a little bit more sleazy. So <laughs> we have have fun. That's why they call you Sleazy C. That's right, baby. <laughs> All right, Emily, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you and your podcast? We are the complete opposite spectrum. We are <laughs> and fluffy, and we look back at the movies of your childhood. We reach back into your past and pluck out something you perhaps haven't seen in a while or something you still watch religiously, and we break it down. Things like Thumbelina, which I recently learned was a cause of all my problems and uh, <laughs> much nicer ones like I recently watched Jaws for the first time because someone went to see it at the cinema and like it was his best day ever so just really lovely nostalgic little pockets of niceness <laughs> alright <laughs> all right, folks let's learn how to play the game entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head to head trivia here are the rules round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If someone answers their question wrong, their opponent has a chance to steal. And the categories are... Movies, music, television, video games, sports, news and politics, fashion, technology, slang, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you have before answering a three-tiered question, which must have all parts correct in order to score the points. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, so before we get started, I would like for you to tell me what was your favorite sitcom from the 90s? Uh, do you want me to go first or Emily? Sure. Sure. Okay. Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, duh. Why would it be Seinfeld, Corey? <laughs> Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. But I mean, without that, it still would have been, I mean, it still is my favorite sitcom from the 90s. Okay. Emily? I. I don't. Th- I don't think I watched any sitcoms in the nineties. I was watching like children's television. Uh, what's a sitcom from the nineties? I don't like Friends. I would have just gone with Friends, but I don't <laughs> like Friends. Good. Okay. Well, then, well, what's your just what's your favorite sitcom? 
Um, is... Oh, God. Is Scrubs a sitcom? Uh, to a degree. I would give it that. To a degree. I'll, I'll accept that answer. It's not 90s, but I'll, I'll still accept it. That's all right. Um, well, there's going to be no contest here. Uh, it is no um, secret. I am not a fan of Seinfeld. Not really at all. Uh, however, I love Scrubs. Right when Emily said it, I was like, I just lost that bet. Because <laughs> I knew uh, that you guys love Scrubs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, in fact, I, uh, if you haven't heard it, um, Zach Braff and Donald Faison from Scrubs are doing a rewatch podcast. Where they're going through and watching every episode, starting with the first one. Oh my god! Um, it's really, it's really <laughs> awesome, and they they have a bunch of their their castmates on and stuff like that just to talk talk about it. It's a really really fun podcast. Uh, fun podcast. If you if you loved Scrubs at all, you should check it out. They're not paying me to do this. I just really <laughs> like it. <laughs> uh, all right, so Emily is going to get to pick first in yeah. round one. Yeah. Round one. Movies. All right, movies. And your decade is the 90s. Paul Rudd may be known for huge movies like Avengers Endgame, but his first major motion picture role was on what 90s high school classic? Um, Clueless? Clueless is correct. All right. All right, Corey, what would you like? Yeah, let's uh, do TV. TV, hitting all the big ones first. Mm-hmm. And your decade is also the 90s. Rupert Griles, Xander Harris, and Willow Rosenberg were all characters on what late 90s TV series? Uh, they're all characters. Xander. Um, wow. Wow, wow, wowie, wowerton. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Buffy the Vampire Slayer is correct. I was so, I was poised. I was like, get it wrong, get it wrong, get it wrong, get it wrong, get it wrong. <laughs> All right. All right, Emily. Um, oh, let's embarrass myself. Video games. Video games. All right, here we go. And your decade is the 90s. Wow, we are <laughs> we are knocking out the 90s. What slimy video game has had bad guys named Professor Monkey for a head, Evil the Cat from Heck, and Bob the Killer Goldfish? Um, slimy, I feel like that's a clue. Um, I don't know, the only thing that's coming to head is 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 Monkey Island a video game? Is that a thing? Is that your guess? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Monkey Island is a thing. It's a video game. It's actually one of my favorite video games. Unfortunately, it is not correct. Mm, Corey, can you steal this one? Is it Earthworm Jim? It is wor- Earthworm Jim. Oh, slimy. I was like, like ooze the video game? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the that the was, goldfish that head is what, ge- for me, that's I was like, oh, okay, that sounds like Earthworm Jim. I actually <laughs> never played it, but I, I always liked the art style for it. Yeah. Uh, all right, Gore, you stole that one, and you get a, uh, another question. All right, let's, uh, let's have some fun. Let's go for slang. Slang. And your decade... 
is the 80s. Oh, perfect. <laughs> totally, dude. Totally <laughs> radical, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> the term dink was a mildly pejorative term for usually upper-middle-class childless couples. What does dink stand for? I know the phrase, but I, th- I feel like I've, I've, people have said it in different ways. So uh, what does it stand for? Like, is it, mm-hmm. it's, it's not an acronym, right? It's, it's... It, it is an acronym. Oh, it's, okay, it's okay. D-I-N-K. Okay. D-I-N-K. No kids. Golly, gee. No, it's no kids at the end. Um... I can't even uh, do do <laughs> don't infer no kids. I don't know. <laughs> uh, don't infer no kids is incorrect. Uh, Emily, can you steal this one? Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna go doing it no kids. <laughs> doing it no kids is also incorrect. It's a great term though. I like that. Uh, no. So if you think it's uh, you, you picked up on the no kids for it was childless childless but couple. Was the other one? It's double income, no kids. Ah, oh, I've heard of that. Okay, that makes sense. Living the sweet life. You're right. <laughs> uh, all right, Emily, I believe it is your turn to pick. Ooh, um, <laughs> food. I'm, I'm food. Just all right, and your decade is the seventies. Oh, I knew you were gonna say that. Cooking your own food right in the middle of the table was all the rage in the 70s. And while cheese was a big part of it, options extended into cooking beef in the pot of oil or other ingredients in a pot of broth. What cooking tool am I talking about? Cooking tool? Um, like a, like a crock pot? Like a, like a, like a slow cooker type thing? Slow cooker is incorrect. Corey, can you steal? Fondue. Fondue is correct. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought that was my first guess. And then because you said, like, cooking thing, I was like, oh, it means like a like a thing. To co- oh, never mind. Uh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I, 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 I think I, I had that same thing happen on when we were uh, going against uh, somebody else, Zach. But, yeah, you, you're like, oh, I know it. But then you sort of talk your, in your head, yeah, talk yourself you... into a circle, and you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. it's not that. Thing. I was like, fondue's too obvious. It's got to be something yeah. else. It's got to be what you're cooking the cheese in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all, right. Uh, all right. I'll go with um, – you know what? I'm going to go with my least favorite, politics. Politics. Interesting. I would have expected sports to be your least favorite. Oh, actually, but yeah, they're, they're pretty much equal. <laughs> equal. All right. uh, your decade is the 80s. Uh. In Dukakis. 19- My answer is Dukakis. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. In 1982, Seattle dentist Barney Clark became the first human to receive a permanent this, a device known as the Jarvik 7. Uh, I'm just going to – but this is under politics? This isn't tech? News and politics. Oh, okay. Remember, okay. it's news and politics. Okay, okay. Um, and he received something, right? Yes. Okay. Um, a permanent what? A pacemaker? Pacemaker is incorrect. Emily, can you steal? Can you repeat the question? Sure. In 1982, Seattle dentist Barney Clark became the first human to receive a permanent what? A device known as the Jarvik 7. Like brace? 
Brace is incorrect. Uh, the correct answer is artificial heart. Oh. oh cool. It's like dentist. I don't know. It's something to do with teeth. Well, he <laughs> was the dentist, but yeah. <laughs> he received the artificial heart. Uh, right, Emily, I believe it is your turn. Mm. Let's go fashion. Fashion. All right. And your decade is the 80s. <laughs> Great fashion there. Ooh. All right. Bob Ross's trademark hairstyle came about as a cost-cutting measure when his regular crew-cut haircuts became too expensive. Ross later confessed that he disliked the haircut, but did not feel he could change it because it was depicted in the company logo. What hairstyling method did he employ? Afro? Afro is incorrect. Corey, can you steal? (laughs) Afro. That was my only answer. (laughs) Uh, okay. So is that your guess? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. So, yes, his hair was sort of up like an afro, but the method that he used to get it there was called a perm. Uh... Oh, again, I was like, last time I misunderstood the second <laughs> half of the question. So I'm going to answer like I should have done. I'm just <laughs> twisting myself about. <laughs> Oh All right, my. Corey, I believe we have tech, sports, and music left. Oh, shoot. I didn't write down music. That's what I was missing. Um, let's, do, let's do tech. Let's do tech. Let's have, let's have some fun with it. All right. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> Seriously. All right. And your decade is the 80s. Perfect. Name this classic electronic game where colored panels light up and you have to repeat the pattern and tones it creates. Oh, Simon Says. Simon or Simon says is correct. Wait, what? It's the circular. Um, it's got th- it, it, it. You hit it. It's a. Uh, it's, it's called Simon or Simon says, and it's like a circle that has four panels on it that are colored, and each round it gets more complicated. You just have to remember. So like, oh, like first like time, a bop it, but like a memory game. Yeah, like a, yeah, it's a memory game. So it's like it'll have sound and blinks and like so it'd be like red, red, green, and then you hit red, red, green, and then the next one will be like red, green, red, green, red, and you got hit red, green. You know, so you just oh, got to. Mimic what it what it's doing, and then it gets it gets harder and harder as it goes along. Is that the only version of Simon Says you have in the states, or do you still have the like? We still have the old school. Yeah, yeah. On your head. (laughs) No, we we have that too. Yeah, and so the the toy is kind of like a spin on that because it's you're still doing something that someone's telling you to do. Mm -hmm. It's just an electronic version of that. But yeah, that's it's the same concept. All right, Emily, you have sports and music left. Ooh, I'll have music. Uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> All right. And your decade is the 90s. This female solo artist be, uh, became the first person to have a number one hit without having a recording contract due to her song, Stay, I Missed You, from the soundtrack of the movie Reality Bites. Cindy Lopa. Cindy Lauper is incorrect. Corey, can you steal this one? Is it Alanis Morissette? It is not Alanis Morissette. Okay, can I? And I, this won't count. But I was going to say Tori Amos. <laughs> that was my first no. one, actually. No, not Tori Amos. Uh, it was. She was kind of a one-hit wonder. She was only really known for that song, and her name was Lisa Loeb. Oh, Lisa uh, Loeb. Yes, 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 yes. No. Oh, I, she, I mean, you gave us the name of the song. I, should, I did give you. I, I did give you the name of the song. Yes. <laughs> she has. She has those. Bites? Is that about vampires? 
<laughs> no, I think it's sort of like a teen angsty movie. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, a young Ben, uh, not Ben Affleck. Um, Ben Stiller is in it. Uh, Winona Ryder. It's it's a very like you know '90s like rom com, but like more of the the angsty '90s. Oh, like Christian uh, Slater, Heather's vibe. Yeah, yeah, but not as dark. But yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, Corey, you are stuck with sports. Okay. All right. And your decade is going to be the 80s. Perfect. Still won't know. (laughs) Still have no clue. Michael Edwards, known as Eddie the Eagle, became the first competitor since 1928 to represent Great Britain in what sport at the 1988 Olympics in South Korea? <laughs> I know if I don't get this right, Emily's going to steal it. Uh, <laughs> judging by the gasp uh, that she just let out, um, and I know there was a movie based on it, but I can only see the cover. And he was kind of fl- skiing. Is it skiing? I need you to be more specific. Uh, uh, do they they have other um, long distance jumping skiing? Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. Let him have it. Let him have it. Come all on. All right. I'll, all right. I'll give it to you. I was going to say, like, high it's jump ski jumping. skiing. <laughs> it's ski jumping. Ski jumping. Can, you, give us, can you just give us both a half a point for that one? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's not how it works. All right. That was the uh, end of round one. And at the end of the first round, Corey is ahead 50 to 10. Oh, <laughs> but second round's coming up. Anything can happen. Uh, So let's go on to round two. Round two. And don't forget, in this round, you're going to be picking for your opponent. Uh, And since Emily picked first, Corey, you will get to pick Emily's first question for the second round. Yeah. Let's, uh, I'm going to give Emily uh, slang. Slang. All right. Emily, your decade is the 70s. What slang for a person who is overly intellectual or lacking social skills was first introduced in the Dr. Seuss book, If I Ran a Zoo, but became popular vernacular due to its overuse in the TV show Happy Days? Was it nerd? It was nerd. Hey. Very hey. good. Hey. Very good. <laughs> All right. Wait, were you trying? Was that your Fonzie uh, A? <laughs> Sure. I don't. I, don't, I, I doubt uh, it. Uh, all right, uh, Emily, you get to pick for Corey. Oh, you can have politics. Thanks. Yes. Thanks. He made the mistake of of citing the two <laughs> categories that he was not good at. All right, Corey, your decade is the nineties. Okay. The first Congo War took place from October ninety six to May of ninety seven resulting in dictator Mutubu Sese Seko being overthrown from power, ending 32 years of his rule. The end result was this country being renamed the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Uh, so the answer I'm looking for was the country's old name. Oh, um... Jeez, I hope I don't offend anybody. I, you know, my, you know, it's terrible. My geog, my my U.S. geography is terrible. Let alone my world geography. <laughs> let alone world history. On top of it, um, uh, Nairobi. Nairobi is incorrect. Okay. Emily, can you steal this one? This is a stab in the dark. Was it Rhodesia? That is a very good guess. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Uh, the correct answer is Zaire. Mm. Yeah. 
That was going to be my 100th guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Corey, what top co- uh, category do you want to give to Emily? Uh, uh, how about uh, I'm going to give her sports because I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, using the, using a little bit of strategy. <laughs> yeah. All right. And your decade is the 70s. <laughs> oh, here we go. The Olympics are a wonderful showcase for world athleticism and sportsmanship. However, the 1972 Olympics were overshadowed by what event in which 11 Israeli athletes and coaches and a West German police officer at Olympic Village were killed by Palestinian Black September terrorists? Uh, or what is it known as? Uh, the September Massacre? That's a very good guess. Unfortunately, it is incorrect. Corey, can you steal? Is it like Black September or something like that? <laughs> I like how you're asking me for the Question answer. mark? <laughs> uh, is, right, is that Black your guess? September. That, that's my guess. Black September. Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, it was simply known as the Munich Massacre. Ah. Since it took place in Munich. Uh, uh, all right. And it wasn't that what the movie Munich was based on? Them trying to find the people who did it, I think? Um, maybe. I never yeah. saw that movie. Okay. It's possible. Uh, all right. Uh, Emily, I believe it is your turn to pick for Corey. Uh, technology. Technology. All right. all right. And your decade is the 70s. <laughs> Name this home video format and first commercial optical disc storage medium initially licensed, sold, and marketed as the MCA DiscoVision in the U.S. in 1978. Uh, okay, so it's a uh, 1978 DiscoVision. So it's it's a. Uh, can you start? Can you, there's sure. a lot there. Can you do it again? Name this home video format. Okay. And and the first commercial optical disc storage medium, initially licensed, sold, and marketed as MCA DiscoVision in the U.S. in 1978. Ah, but it's a disc. LaserDisc. LaserDisc is correct. And I I still have a LaserDisc uh, in my mom's basement with a bunch of LaserDisc movies that might be worth something at this point. Do you have the player? That is the question. I actually do. I, whether it works is the real question. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we, uh, we were clearing out a bunch of old stuff from my... Uh, I think my wife's mother had a bunch of stuff, and we pulled out an old NES system, like the original NES yeah, yeah. box, and we plugged it in, and that thing did not work. <laughs> <laughs> it literally made the like the dying Mario sound as it turns on. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Corey, you get to pick for Emily. Yeah, um, let's do video games. Video games. All right. I have a track record of like being incredibly embarrassing in this topic. I'm just like <laughs> the GameCube for everything. <laughs> All right, I, uh, I know that's why I picked it. <laughs> uh, your decade is the 70s. Oh goodness! The sake. funny thing is, at least there's not a, there's not a lot to choose from though, video game yeah. wise. In this arcade game, that which was the second ever released by Atari, two players each control a rocket ship with the goal of being the first to move their ship from the bottom of the screen to the top. Along the way are asteroids, which the player must avoid. Like, mission in space or something. Mission in space or something, unfortunately, is incorrect. Corey, can you steal? It, 
It's not asteroids, is it? Are you asking, or is that <laughs> okay, your yeah. final? A- yeah, I'm asteroids. No, I'm saying As- it, asteroids. Asteroids is incorrect. Okay, I figure. I figured. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, all these '70s uh, video game questions are awfully hard, unless you played these games. Uh, yeah. It was called Space Race. Okay. Yeah, I literally uh, have never never heard of it. Yeah. That makes sense though, because I was like, it'll be space something, and then I was like, yep. Because yeah. nah. they, they did not have racing. like. They did not have like exciting names back then. It was Kong, you know. Yes. It, was, it was very literal. It was yeah. literally a space race. It, they're in space. They're racing. What do we name it, guys? Uh, I think we name it Space Race. Uh, all right, uh, Emily. I believe you're picking for Corey. Food. Food. All right, and your decade is the '90s. Awesome. This citrus-flavored soft drink, first produced uh, in the 90s by Coca-Cola to, complete, to compete with Pepsi's Mountain Dew, it was advertised as having a more hardcore edge. Um, uh, to go against Mountain Dew, and what year did you say it was? I said it was uh, the 90s. The 90s, okay. Um, Mountain Dew, Mellow Yellow? No, no, Me- g- 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 crap, crap, crap. I'm sorry, I got to take nah, your answer. Yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Mellow Yellow is incorrect. Yep, that's fine. Emily, can you steal? Oh, no. So to compete against Mountain Dew, Coca-Cola came up with something. It's going to be one of these two, and I know I'm going to pick the wrong one. Fanta. Just out of curiosity, what was your other guess? Tango. Uh, both of those would have been incorrect. Cool. <laughs> Jolt? <laughs> no, but you're on the right track. It was called Surge. Oh, Surge. I, in, I could picture the packaging. I wouldn't have actually said it. Like I, I wouldn't have thought of it, but that's the packaging I was like sort of picturing. But I went with Mellow Yellow instead. I thought that was like a, like a big kahuna burger, like something that Tarantino made up. <laughs> oh, no. That was, a, that was a I drank a whole bunch of Surge when I was in oh. high school. It would never ever have come to my brain. <laughs> like not once. It's it's kind of like the monster before, like monster energy drink before that, and everything, you know, oh, okay. or, or an earlier version of that sort of. Yeah, it was supposed to have uh, more than normal amounts of caffeine level. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which was also the selling point point of Jolt uh, right. from the eighties. You know. Yep. Uh, all right, uh, Corey, I believe you're picking for Emily, and okay. we have fashion. Um. Do we do news? We got fashion, uh, music, TV, and film. Yeah, we we did news. Yeah. We did news already. Let's do um, <clears throat> let's do fashion. Let's just get it out of the way. Let's save the the the, the ones that I think we all like the best at the end. <laughs> all right. Uh, your decade is the seventies. Dame Leslie Lawson, DBE, is an English model, actress, and singer known for her thin build and androgynous appearance considered to be the result of her big eyes, long eyelashes, and short hair. She was better known by what name? Twiggy! Twiggy is correct. Yeah! <laughs> I know her best from her appearance in the movie uh, The Blues Brothers. Oh, I thought you were going to see the M&S adverts. I was like, me too. <laughs> no, I, I'm not familiar with those. <laughs> no, but she was in The Blues Brothers. She was the guy that oh, Dan nice. Ac- or the girl that Dan Aykroyd was talking to at the gas station. Oh, I've never seen The Blues Brothers Oh, it's a great movie. All right. Uh, Emily, I believe you're picking for Corey. And I think we still have TV. Music. All right. There we go. Muzak. Muzak. And your decade 
is the Atis. Yeah. The 80s. Yeah. I'll take the Atis also. <laughs> the Atis. Who sang the title track of the 1989 Bond film License to Kill? License to Kill. Um, shoot. Okay. I don't. Uh, it wasn't Madonna. She did the, the later one. Um, ba, 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 License to Kill. I want I don't feel like this is right, but I'm going to say it. Tina Turner? Tina Turner is incorrect. Okay. Emily, can you steal? Am I allowed to know which one License to Kill was? Or at least, at least, like, which bond it was. I couldn't even tell you. Uh, I think it was, wasn't it Timothy Dalton? The, it like, might have been Dalton. I think it, it was the first uh, Timothy Dalton one. Again, it's between two. I'm going to go with Duran Duran. Duran Duran is incorrect. Would Wet 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 have been correct? No. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, the correct answer was Gladys Knight. I don't know uh, what that says. Did, did Duran female artist after you were like mm, not tina turner but on the right <laughs> tracks and i was like an all-male band <laughs> i believe uh, tina turner did uh golden eye okay okay she i, I thought, thought she did one one yes. of them and i think duran duran did one yeah I, I that sounds familiar too I, I was never a big james bond guy like i've seen them all but most of them i've actually only seen like maybe once maybe like once and a half um yeah. even my dad wasn't like a, a big like bond guy we watched more actiony kind of movies yeah I mean, we bond, kind of movies yeah. you watched <laughs> yeah yeah i know uh, all right, uh, so Corey, there are we have TV and movies left. Yeah, let's do let's do TV. All right, giving her TV, and your decade is the seventies. Counter is not liking uh, me. Given it's not liking <laughs> giving Emily anything but the seventies. At six hundred and thirty-five episodes. This Western TV series that ran from 1955 to 1975 has the second most number of episodes of any U.S. primetime television series. I feel like I can see it, and once you tell me, I'll be like, yes, that one. That's what I meant. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, what was it called? You know when your brain's like, this? And you're like, no, nice try, but, like, keep trying. And it's like, this? And you're like, shut up with that. Um, oh, God. The Hillbilly Bunch? That's, no, that's not. It's like Yogi Bear or something. <laughs> the the hillberry, Hillbilly Bunch was was some sort of combination of the Beverly Hillbillies that was what uh, I and was the Brady Bunch uh, was incorrect. Uh, Corey, can you steal? All right, so I have two in my head. One that I know is right, but I'm pulling an Emily, and I can I can see everything about it but the name. Like, I can uh-huh. see the cast. I can see everything about it but the name. The other one, I can pull the name, but I don't think it's correct, but I'll have to just go with it. Um, I, 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 so my guess is going to be um, um, Little House on the Prairie, but the one that I feel like it is is the one with Lauren Green from Battlestar Galactica, uh, but I forgot what it's called. Uh, Little House on the Prairie is incorrect okay uh you're thinking of bonanza bonanza that's, that's what, what i was, was thinking, thinking of yeah but yeah. bonanza was also incorrect oh wow okay oh wow there was one show that lasted one season longer than bonanza and that was gunsmoke Never. oh gunsmoke. i was thinking of bonanza as well I'm yeah like, yeah 
Yeah, Emily, you and I were on the same wavelength with that one, but neither of us could come up with it. I, I could see the I could see the cast, I could see their faces, yeah. but I couldn't. My head was like Gun- Dallas, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. I know. I was, like, I, I was going. I was going with a D word too. I was like Durango. Yeah, Durang? that's not yeah. right. Stop. And your brain keeps saying, like, "Stop like saying one, that." It's like it's a one word thing, and you're yeah. like, yeah. D- d- "Is it yeah. Dallas?" And you're like, "Brain, I swear to God." I swear to God, I'm gonna kill you. Uh, the only TV show to have more episodes than Gunsmoke is The Simpsons. Uh, wow that makes sense that makes yep. sense what? my and my fifth guess was going to be mash but i knew that wasn't right no that's cool. all right and, and we're going to end on movies and emily gets uh right. the 80s it was Corey's no it's mine Corey's i get the movies I mean, oh okay i'm <laughs> oh, sorry cory cory gets the 80s sorry <laughs> yeah this film told the story of john merrick a highly deformed man living in the 19th century uh, oh, oh, uh, the Elephant Man. Elephant Man is correct. <laughs> I was trying to play it really cool. I was like, just get it wrong, and I'll, like, well, I'll just swoop in there. It's not even a problem. <laughs> I, I mean, like, the mask almost came out of my mouth with uh, Eric Stoltz, but I, Merrick, like, I spun around because of the John name. Hatt, I was like, I know yeah. that name. Yep. Side note, best joke ever in a movie. Like, best, but, like, also, like, I couldn't believe they did it. It was in A Pirates in an Adventure with Scientists, which was an Ardman animation about Darwin versus these pirates. Anyway, they end up in Victorian London, and they're in this pub, and Jane Austen is sitting next to the pirate captain, who's voiced by, like, Hugh Grant or something. And she's like, you're so much more interesting than the last fellow we all lost our heads over. And it cuts to, like, a plasticine characterization of John Merrick going, you've all been so very kind. And then it just cuts back to Jane Austen like nothing ever happened. And I remember watching that in the cinema being like, who let that happen? That was both incredible and yet incredibly questionable. That sounds like something they would do on Family Guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, All right. Well, that was the end of round two, so we're going to go into our final round. Final round! And uh, a little bit of a runaway. Uh, Corey has 70 and Emily has 30. So uh, you can uh, bid uh, up to as many points as you have for this last one. And the category is movies. Okay. I wrote down my... So I write down my bid, right? Yep. Okay. Let me know when you've locked in your your bid. Uh, I've locked in my bid. I've locked it in. All right. Here is your question. The American Film Institute, or AFI, is an American film organization that educates filmmakers and honors the heritage of the motion picture arts in the United States. They famously have a list of the 100 greatest movies of all time, named the highest-ranked movies from each of our decades, meaning... What movie from the 70s ranks the highest? What movie from the 80s ranks the highest? And which movie from the 90s ranks the highest? I'm going to give you two clues for each. The movie from the 70s is from 1972 and was directed by Coppola. The movie from the 80s was made in 1980 and was directed by Scorsese. And the movie from the 90s is from 1993 and was directed by Spielberg. I have my three answers written down. Okay, I'm done. All right. All right, uh, Emily, since you are behind, why don't you give us what your answers were? Okay. Uh, 
this is where I shame myself. Uh, the 70s, was it The Godfather? The 80s, was it Goodfellas? And the 90s, was it Jurassic Park? All right. And, Corey, what were your answers? Uh, I did uh, 70s Apocalypse Now, 80s Taxi Driver, and 90s Schindler's List. All right. All right. Uh, the correct answers are from 1972, The Godfather. Mm. Yes. From 1993, Schindler's List. Nice. And the one from 1980 was Raging Bull. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, Emily, I I'm glad to know that uh, there's not any there's someone else who thinks that most of Scorsese's movies are boring. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't particularly enjoy most of his movies. I was like, oh, it's gonna be like hate or like like something that I've just like never watched because I'm like, oh, it's a man struggling for no real reason, and it's like. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Well, let me. Uh, unfortunately, nobody got uh, the answer correct. So please let me know what you bid. <laughs> Emily, thirty. Thirty. That that is the logical bid. <laughs> All right, I, Corey. I I bid. Uh, if you can see it, I bid twenty. Twenty. Interesting. I'm usually right. a lot more safe, but I was like, "Hey, do or die." On, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that was that was the most logical bid. In, in your position. All right, so with the final score of 50 to 0, <laughs> Corey is our winner. Woo-hoo! Congratulations, Corey. Corey will be moving on to the uh, the final championship round of uh, of our BFOP tournament. Nice. And after, we, after we find out who wins between Adam and Dean. Uh, oh, okay, so I, sh- I could be going up against one of those two. You'll be oh. going up against one of those two. Oh, my. Well, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, I'm going to give you guys a chance real quick just to kind of do your uh, quick shout-outs again one more time. Uh, Corey, why don't we start with you? Yeah, you you guys know where to find me. Uh, You can listen to me on Podcasting After Dark with our buddy Zach talking about cult movies, and you can hear me talking to Adam, uh, John's brother Adam, on Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast talking about Seinfeld. All right, Emily? Nice. Why This Film Podcast can be found across all podcasting platforms or across all of social media, and I'm joined by a new guest each week. Uh, to look back at the movies of your childhood. And Corey, you're coming on again very soon. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com backslash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform you're listening to. And we'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la.